Yo, 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 what is up, culture world, culture people, culture universe, culture community. Man, it, this is like the first episode of the Culture Podcast being recorded in the new year. That is 2024. And <clears throat> I have to say, we're starting it off very, very nicely. We've got... Uh, no, I mean, must, I don't know. We're starting it off masterfully. We're, oh shit! You heard the correction. We're starting it off masterfully, which is a which is a great way. If you're starting off masterfully, of course we're gonna end it with excellence, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, for those of you who don't know, in fact, I'm just gonna let our guest for today introduce himself, man. No, that is, that's not cool. You must introduce me. Okay, man. you know what? Normally. Normally, we don't introduce the guests. <laughs> I but, forgot about it. But you see, I've been going for a long time. This is not a normal occasion. It's not a normal occasion. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. in the goddamn building, we have the president. In fact, he's not just the president. It's been so long he came back as the president master. <laughs> <laughs> or the master president. I don't know. What, 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 how, how do we address you now, man? I think be master president <laughs> master p president yeah. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, i'll be yeah. master p because yeah. i'm master president yeah right? yeah yeah oh yeah. shit no no then you have to be president master president master yeah yeah president master because there's already a master p a yeah. president m <laughs> <laughs> president m so yeah man um, i'm back in the house it's been a while i was in school so school's up oh shit god damn Literally, yeah, and <clears throat> if if you're not patient enough to listen to the end of the moral of the story of this podcast, the moral is stay in school. <laughs> <laughs> stay in school. But if you are patient enough and you want to listen to the conversation that we have prepared for you today, then welcome to another episode of the, the Culture Podcast. President, thank you so much, man. It's It's actually really great to have you back no, here man, you know pleasure. um we were talking off mic and it was like just great to catch up and be like yo this guy's been living man doing the most you went out when you say school's out okay wait 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 wait, wait. wait. we're not gonna <laughs> get into your bio just yet we've got an icebreaker <laughs> we've got an icebreaker i've got an icebreaker question for you yeah. um since you're a master yes when does someone become an expert? Damn. At what point is one an expert? That's that's our ice-breaking question for today. I don't know, man. It's, it's quite difficult because, let me tell you why. Different fields, right, have different requirements. Yeah. But I think with experience and qualifications... Um, I mean, if you if you're gonna go academic wise, there's the highest qualification level is NQF ten, which is a doctorate, mm -hmm. and NQF nine is a master's, and I think NQF so nine eight is a honors degree, and seven is a, is your bachelor's degree. Yeah. So I think when you have hit nine and ten, you are an expert in your field. Okay. 
but in the academic context in the academic context mm, but of being an expert actually actually y- y- the academic uh, qualifications gives you legitimacy of your expertise okay 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 yeah 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 so experience makes you an expert but you're not an expert unless you get your academic qualification mm-hmm. you the, you cannot be brought on if you don't if you cannot show the proof right you, you have to show the proof so you have to show the years of experience and you have to have a paper for it right yes. and that's just the corporate world how, to, how it works mm. i don't know how the in the government it works you know <laughs> i don't want to go there mm. i do not want to go there mm. yes so if, if i don't have the paperwork i can never be an expert is that maybe what you're suggesting no you are you can see you can be it's called uh recognition or prior learning right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. let's say you work on a construction site you you're in construction so you know yeah, you yeah. understand this yeah, yeah. so you just came there one day uneducated but you started working with a bricklayer or the guys who put this actually let me use this example of the guys who put the slab yeah yeah yeah. so yeah. you're not you, you don't have a, any educational qualification yeah. but this, but remember the slab starts with an engineer right yeah but you you get there and you you start learning how they put those wires together the before the, the reinforcements yeah, you yeah. see you know the technology <laughs> and the terminology yeah 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 so you learn all that, mm. how they put the reinforcements at the bottom, yeah. how they put the, the wires together before they pull the contract, the yeah. concrete. Yeah, yeah. You learn all that. The shattering. I don't know. Tell me about it. Yeah. Sounds sexy. <laughs> so you learn all that, right? Yeah. But you don't have any qualification. Mm-hmm. You know you're an expert, right? Yeah. After after years of experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. you would not be called an expert recognized recognized yeah. unless you go to school okay. and get a paper okay that's why you should stay in school man okay actually i'm glad that that was your punchline of your point because that's exactly the angle of the first topic right which is and today literally there are a lot of young people across the country whose days are being made because they're seeing their names in the paper you know, meaning they they've got their university or university. Matric. Yeah, they've yes. got their matric certificate. passed. Oh, shout out to your niece. Yeah, Con- shout out, John Hadassah. Congratulations. But what I'm saying is, you know, I, I'm saying this to you, understanding also very well that you you operate within the space of IT. Yes. Right, and I feel like IT is. I don't know. Does it qualify under technology, or does technology qualify under IT? I'm not sure. So the whole the whole industry is called ICT, uh-huh. Information Communications and Technology. technology. It's, okay. it's now it's recognized as one industry. Okay. All right. Yes. Okay. Cool. So I I know that there are people who are making millions across the world. Right. I'm not talking about Bitcoin. I'm not talking about Forex. Yeah, I'm not even talking about scamming using computers. I'm talking about just using, having an idea and running with it. You okay. know what I'm saying? We're seeing that happen across the world. Yes. And 
today there's a young man or, or woman or you know because it's today anything in between who is seeing or not seeing their name in the paper yes and now they don't know what to do with themselves and the year is 2024 yeah right and it's like okay so what if my name is in the paper or if it's not is the way to get what i want out of my life to go to school or to not go to school and i feel like you know the past five and the next five years like we we kind of in the center a, a lot of young people are asking themselves that question i don't know if you know but um this time last year there was an article published in the Forbes magazine about how fortune 500 co- uh, companies are considering dropping a bachelor's degree as a requirement to to work in their companies in 2024 mm. that consideration has now become fact mm. they're no longer considering whether you got a bachelor's degree or not i i i know that um i've, I've I, I i saw that article and I've, I've i've been around that debate yeah and the 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 my opinion is and sort of the industry feeling as well in ict is this um there's those who can do i'll speak from the point of ict right there's those who can do the work without needing a qualification because they are talented right and that ma- that that is not the majority that's a that's a minority all right so i would not sit here and say you know what everybody's going to be an entrepreneur everybody's gifted in programming everybody's gifted in um in in other areas out there's very few people the minority is the people who does it who has the minimum qualifications and they do the utmost because it's a gift. They are gifted. They are different. Mm. But I would, I would encourage every young person to continue pursuing formal education because formal education doesn't really guarantee success, mm. but it's a, it's, it's a foundation to success. Mm-hmm. It teaches you some discipline. It teaches you some direction. And it also gives you an idea on or uh, while you're busy fo- following this formal education, it can give you an idea on what you actually want to be or do. Yeah. So everybody is not even in 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 America or in South Africa. All the highly successful uh, IT individuals doesn't necessarily have went didn't necessarily go to school. You know, uh, Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, etc. etc. But that's a minority that's not the majority so still go to school still pursue formal education because while you're doing that you could just find your calling Mm. and your calling would be an academic where you have to have a phd and so on and so forth to be in that space Mm. so i think everybody should be formally educated that's what i believe okay all right i feel like you know, uh, that's a very good point. And I'm not against what you're saying. I'm just actually against. And I have to be clear, right, that I'm not I'm not against anything that you've said. 
I'm just against the notion that people have that well because I can't pursue a formal education that I can't get educated you know like I know one one sphere of of the ICT industry is is coding and and I'm seeing how coding is is thriving you know I'm li- I'm listening to my sister who just had her 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 second kid but her oldest one is is turning four and she's already thinking of teaching her to code before she even learns to write yeah because okay co- okay i'm lying co- coding, have to coding is to the write. future yeah you understand so like if if by if by age uh eight if by age 18 i'm 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 proficient in whatever coding language right how how then I guess learning to code in itself is a formal qualification, isn't it? Like, I'm going to get a a piece of paper that says to me, or do I even need a piece of paper in that sphere of coding? You don't. I don't. You don't. I just do. So, I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate enough in my line of work to be involved in a program where we run some coding competition. Mm. Right. This is why I'm asking you. You know what I'm saying? So, (laughs) I've made prodigies, young people. Dude, you don't have to be even 18. These kids are like 10, 11, 12 from there. Yeah, from they all sorts of backgrounds. All sorts of backgrounds, and they are self-taught. Mm, mm, mm. They are they're not even in my trick. Mm. And they can code at the highest level. That's crazy. They taught themselves. All they had to do was to have access to a computer. And I don't know what sparks. I cannot tell you what sparks the 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 you know the curiosity to say mm. okay I can do this. Mm. But yes, so this 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 is the talent, the minority that I was telling you about, and they don't need um, formal education. So you say the minorities are the prodigies. Prodigy. You, you count the you count the prodigies as the minorities, not just the people who have the education on coding. No. So I have to be a prodigy. If you if you're gonna turn out that you, you really don't need any formal qualifications to get in the door and to be yeah. successful, prodigy meaning exceptional, exceptional, essentially, essential, yeah, exceptional. So it's not like that's why I'm saying that not everyone is like that. You can learn that in school. You didn't teach yourself. Somebody teaches you, and that you need a qualification. Okay, you know. Okay. So the qualification it comes back to proving that you have the skill. So you can say you've got the skill and you can show that you've got the skill, but if you can't prove it via the qualification, then it's not good enough. So so the way the system is set up at the moment is they're very, very exceptional uh, spaces and organizations and corporations that they would take you at your skill mm. if you ex- if you ex- what's the word excel no how do i show you demonstrate yeah, yeah. if you demonstrate the skill mm-hmm. but then you get to hr and they'll be like okay you say you want to employ him mm. where is his qualifications because mm. because that's a rules right mm. but some organizations are starting to learn that 
that like you said earlier on they're starting to learn that you don't you you need the skill the paper is just a bonus mm. but those are exceptional cases so until this become normal we still need to get our qualifications formally okay so now let's say because i know that you're you're a parent right and in a few years your at least one of your children will be faced with the decision about what i want to do for the rest of my life right um they present to you a case that it's either i go and i continue encoding or i go and i be a musician <laughs> my kids my kids mustn't listen to this question <laughs> they will love it because but with no training no training yeah like they they don't want to go and learn music they want to teach themselves they don't want to learn coding they want to learn themselves which would you rather they, they can i see that they have the talent or not alvin you tell me do do they exhibit the talent Look, in this scenario, right? Mm. If they exhibit the talent, mm. I would have more faith. Mm. But you can't tell me that you want to... Yeah, I would have more faith. But you can't tell me that you want to be a coder or you want to be a musician and you can't play a single instrument or your vo- you cannot sing mm. properly. I've got girls, right? Mm. So we say, mm. you don't express those beautiful female vocals. Mm. I, would, I would be very stressed. <laughs> but if 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 at you have been in a couple of you know at school you've been in a couple of um you know musicals and you're exceptional and you tell me no this is what I want to do yeah. and I don't want to, uh, to go all that formal qualification route yeah. I would agree I'll be like okay all right I mean there's potential here look I'm a former I went the formal route mm. like degree this that 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 so I built and and it turned out alright for me, but that is for me. Yeah. What if my kids are different, right? Yeah. But so far, I think everybody's going the former route. Yeah, it's the safe route. It's fail safe. It's safe and fail safe. Yeah. But if they show that they want, you know, you can you can still you can do both, right? You can be artistic and still get a degree and be yeah. a doctor. We've seen it here, right? Yeah. We've seen people like but, that. But you know, you know, you know, for me, like the conversation is a little beyond necessarily being artistic, but actually being entrepreneurial. Yeah, I'm saying because like if I'm 18 and I realize that shit, man, I I don't actually want to be told what to think about the world that I operate in. But I, of course when I'm 18, 19, I don't I don't know that. You know, I don't I can't articulate it so well that you know, I have a problem with being told what to do. I have a problem with authority. You know, I I, I want to pay people. I don't want to get paid. <laughs> well, I want to get paid to pay people, but I don't want to work for someone, you know, like yeah. When we're young, I think we don't know how to say those kinds of things, but you can tell, bro. I feel like you can always tell a young person who is very clear about what they want to do. It's just that they don't know how to do it. You know, how 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 do we support? I'm saying that because, like, I'm, I'm asking you because, like, the bulk of our listenership on the Culture Podcast at this point is probably not even more than 25 years old. 
you know, some are going to listen to this for the first time. They're going to hear about Culture Sundays because it's their first year in university in Pretoria. You know, and this is the first episode of the podcast they're going to listen to. Yes. And they're at a crossroads. Yes. Already, you know, and, you know, I feel like it's important just to, to get into the mind of a decision maker, in you know, for... Of, of of children, young people in this position. Yeah. How how do we how do we support, encourage without discouraging? But also being prudent about, you know, the flow of money and actually the, the long term vision of of this thing that this young person is trying to do. I, I think if you have an opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. You're blessed enough to be going to school. I think that should be your first priority as a young person. Yeah. Now, the second thing is then you found a, 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 an entrepreneurial opportunity. Mm, mm, mm. I think it would be not wise to completely forget about your studies because of this opportunity. Because as you grow, you find out the opportunities comes and go. Mm. So you cannot completely write your studies off to say, yes, I've got this opportunity now. Okay, I, w- I want to ask you a controversial question. Yeah. Right. Do you... And it's not literal, right? It's yeah. just because I don't want you to see it as I'm, we're taking shots at your kids. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they'll feel. I cannot tell you. <laughs> you know, but do you think parents are genuinely able to identify that, you know what, this motherfucker got something. <laughs> There's something we can do with this thing. You know, I say that because... That's only in movies, man. No, 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 no. It's actually real. What do you mean? Well, actually, what do you mean? Let me not... I mean, like, when you when you can say, no, this child will be... That's how, like, I'm telling you, that's only in ex- exceptional cases, like in the Jackson 5, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you think, like, generally, it's rare that parents get behind what they think their child's passion is. Um, that's a difficult question to answer. I cannot answer for every parent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So ask me. Okay, yeah. So, that it, I did say that. Like, I was like, do you think you? Or me, to right? Okay. So that, oh, if this so, no, got it. I, I think I think I can do. Mm-hmm. And I think also remember it's DNA. So I'm not an an, an artist, mm-hmm. but I'm this guy who's studious who reads a lot and, you know, and just try to understand the world. And that's what my kids will inherit eventually. Yeah. Unless for an anomaly where there's a gift that I, as a parent, have passed it on the DNA, but I didn't just understand it myself or yeah. I didn't exploit it myself. Yeah. So for, for right now, my kids are all talks about how they want to be doctors, how they want to be lawyers. And my kids also, they are fascinated you about... You don't think they're just saying that... No, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> okay, wait, okay, so they're also okay. fascinated about... Uh, the acting world because mm-hmm. I watch series with them okay. so they are fascinated about the acting world uh, they want to be in uh, like they're talking about can we do some ballet can we do some you know acting so they are curious about that yeah. and me and the wife that means we need to find time to support that Yeah. and I am 100% for that Yeah. but I like I said I would say you must balance the two 
you don't forfeit all your education opportunities because you want to chase one dream because education is is where you learn discipline and you learn how to structure life for sure so i think the education the formal education part as much as to a first degree i support you don't have to do anything after that if you have found your entrepreneur lane yeah. and you're pushing that yeah but you need to have a degree yeah i i i i really wish we all had the privilege to get that i know not everybody can have it mm. you know what i'm saying because mm, mm, we are mm, black mm, people mm, and mm. we are disadvantaged mm. but if everybody could have an opportunity yeah to follow up on that to to complete that first degree there will be it's so much eye-opening and then also follow your passion you know i think we always say about starving artists right mm. if you can follow your passion you must you must definitely do it yeah we have a lot of unhappy people because they didn't follow their passion. That's w- that's what I mean. Yeah, I'm saying. I've noticed. Yeah, and I don't I don't think. <sighs> yeah, but it's a it's a complex and tricky topic. This one, eh? because it's, it's not, there's no there's no definite answers to it. Mm. It's just um, there's no definite answers to it. You know. Mm. It's just um, my experience and some of my opinion. Okay. Yeah, that's that's fair enough. That's fair enough. And I just wanted to, I know we took a, li- a little bit longer than expected on that topic. It was just the icebreaker. But, you know, I feel like the, you're the first person who's ever been in this position with me on the podcast where I can ask such a question. And I feel like it's a great time. It was just on some of some some of my experience yeah you know because most of my uh, most of what i say is based on my experience yeah so what we did ask about the future as well how how i feel like i should handle it (coughs) but yeah good to be back (laughs) yeah all right all right <laughs> the president has come back <laughs> to the culture. So, it's 2024. I feel like the the year has given us more than we realize. Right? Sounds sexy, right? 2024. Yeah, it sounds cool. I like it. It, it rolls off the tongue so it, so it does, nicely. Right? Yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty four. I I wish I was in high school or primary school this time, so I could just be writing that all over every know, day in like the books, like twenty twenty four. Twenty January twenty twenty four. Wow. <laughs> Can even study Chanda Stadium. Twenty twenty four. Yeah. Twenty twenty four. When I say 2020, you say, say fall. 2020. <laughs> fall. 2020. Fall. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, so like um, this is the year that it's giving. 2024, 2020 more. You know what I'm saying? Damn. So it's giving, right? You just went into your chakra bag. Right? Yeah. <laughs> They, 
I was I was within the crystals, my nigga. I was within the crystals. This is the year that is giving. Yeah. So like you went on and rhymed. I want to ask. I want to ask you. Yes. So far the year has given us two really, really great things. Mm -hmm. One is better than the other. And I want to find out from you and take your time to tell me. You know what I'm saying? Which one is better than the other that 2024 has given us? Okay. Dave Chappelle, the dreamer, Uh versus Cat Williams. Oh, my goodness. Why, dude, why would you do that to me? (laughs) Okay. Damn. Uh, So, man, I don't know. Cat Williams or something else, it was intense. It was insane. And um, Dave Chappelle was crazy and hilarious. So, I would say uh, Dave Chappelle gave us the best because that was controversial, but it was funny. And... um, Cat Williams gave us <laughs> the insanity because if anybody believes what Cat Williams was talking about, I don't know about you, bro. Like, like, man, Cat was all like, he was all over the place. The stories were funny, you know, everything that he was saying and, you know, the delivery, <laughs> the way, you know, Cat Williams handles himself, body language. Shit was crazy, but I don't, I don't believe, I don't believe anything that Cat was talking about. Don't yeah. believe, I don't Yo, believe that nigga. So what you're saying is that you honestly believe that Dave Chappelle's stand-up comedy, The Dreamer, is funnier than... Cat Williams' interview with Shannon Sharp. No, 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 no. That's not the question you asked me. You said what was the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I know mean, what? The thing is, they're both comedians. Okay. So, I'm so talking who, on who the was funnier? Of, I'm uh, talking on the subject of comedy. Wh- which one was funnier? But, 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 it, but it's different. That was an interview and the other one was a stand Okay, but which one was funnier? The, co- the interview was funny. Bro, that interview was the fun- funnier. No, the interview was crazy. But... Also, Dave Chappelle's stand-up. I love Dave, just like you, right? And I'm going to be honest. I'm going to say what Dave fans, some may or may not want to say, right? What? What are you going to say? That was more of like a stand-up motivational comedy. Why? Because of the last joke. And that was the longest joke. It was the longest joke. That's the title. 14 minutes. I've seen it cut on YouTube. Yeah. It's about 14 minutes. Yeah. Just that job. Yeah. And the special was less than an hour, right? Yes, it was. Yeah. It's the longest one. And 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 also just everything else. You know, I feel like, yeah, cool. You know, it's Dave Chappelle, but it's not exceptional. You think you think age is making him different? I think he just getting comfortable. Like he's not working, he's not working hard enough for the material. Let, let me tell you something crazy, right? Um, 
had a, I had no, I was about to say an interview. It was a conversation with a friend of mine, right? But as a, but uh-huh. aren't sometimes conversations interviews, guys? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like know, so. Near, so what I'm, happened I'm then? A, I'm a podcaster. Sometimes I can't tell if it's a conversation or interview. Can't help you. <laughs> yeah. Damn. You know, and the, the guy was sitting right there where you're sitting right now. It's just yeah. that we didn't record the chat. That's I guess that's what makes it a conversation. Might just, just have might just have the mic ready. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And what he, do you he was saying he didn't enjoy Dave Chappelle's stand up because there was a segment where Dave made fun of handicapped people yes and now that was know, his opening joke bro that killed me he i died because i feel like that's actually very basic we, you know, we for, i think for, we've seen dave do that for that dave chappelle standard i feel like that's a basic joke and to see him do that level of basic joke was funny but that made me think it was deeper than it was and i think he was comparing uh handicapped people to transsexual to trans people. people in a in a in a metaphorical way right yeah, it was deeper yeah right but so in my conversation with my friend this guy is telling me now nah, dave how can you make fun of handicapped people the other day shout out to the youtube algorithm it just shows up a random south african stand-up comedian right now this guy is very good at crowd interaction yeah <laughs> so while he's performing, a handicapped person is exiting. Exiting, mm. living. Yeah, and he he points to them and he's like, "You can't just walk away." <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and then he's and then everyone's like, "Ooh!" And then they're laughing. Someone like, "Ooh!" And he's like, "Did you find that offensive?" And that yes. person's like, "Not at all." Yes. You know, and that was like. Yeah, so I was right to feel like that joke is is basic because handicapped people aren't offended by that shit. No, it's us people who are able to offend. Exactly. And that is fucked up. Exactly. Exactly. So I feel like because I I understand, I'm not even handicapped, but I understand the handicapped person has probably gone through the process of acceptance. Right. Like, right. Okay, look, man, this is what it is. What can I do? Yes. Maybe this is maybe not a newly handicapped person. Right. Right. But like a seasoned handicap. A person who doesn't even see their handicap as handicap. Yes, anymore. They've accepted yeah. that's who you they know what I'm are. Saying? They're looking at that like, oh finally some jokes about us. <laughs> 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 this is what Dave was saying. This is what Dave was saying, <laughs> You know? Yeah. And and he said that. I think he said that some a handicapped person would laugh at this joke, but you guys are getting offended. Exactly. Uh, he said something like and, that. And 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 okay, that for me tells me two things, right? It tells me that one, that comedy is actually a little bit funny, mm-hmm. quite funny actually, right? Versus the interview. No, no, no. Versus the not not versus the interview on its own because the interview is just great. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the interview. The interview doesn't even... It can't even count as stand-up comedy. Using, because using that the interview against it. <laughs> bro, you seem to have, that you seem is, to have, have a deep allegiance that is to losers. <laughs> Dude, that sounds like something Kate Williams yeah. said. Did he say that? He said that. <laughs> I, the thought so. I thought so. Dang. 
I mean, it's two that, hours and that, 46 that minutes. Bars. You get what I'm saying? Yo, bars. he was going in. Bro, bro. And he was drinking. But you couldn't tell. He came in guns blazing. Sheikh said, asked him, are you drunk? He said, I've drunk better than this. I'm not drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, bro, I was watching that interview, dog. Like, <laughs> I think I got drunker than... <laughs> than Kurt Because it's two hours. It's fucking long, man. <laughs> <laughs> every time said every time he said Jesus, you have to take a shot, <laughs> bro. Oh, oh, and he said, I'm just saying. No, but even the jokes, bro. Never mind the statements. So somebody said maybe Cut mm-hmm. is gonna announce a new stand-up tour. That's why it was like that felt like material on stage, man. It, it didn't feel like an interview it to w- me, bro. That's like, what I mean. It felt like he was. It was a stand-up, bro. He did. He did stand up, sitting down. Damn. <laughs> That's just a metaphor for easy. That's dope. And then we talk about okay. Now let's compare. Like how we we laughed, just how we laughed. If that's the metric of a comedian, remember, it's rare to find two apples to compare. But here we have two comedians. It took me three mornings getting ready, whatever I was doing every morning to watch that stuff. Yeah. Because I couldn't, I mean, I didn't have time, but I could not help myself. I needed to finish it. Yeah. I was committed. Bro, I was surprised that I sat through the whole thing. When I saw the whole thing was two hours, 46, after seeing some clips, I'm like, man, I hope I don't get bored. I, I, I didn't. <laughs> Cannot get bored at when no Cat Williams no is, is on the, the real go. Is, the thing is, right? Cat Williams was on the real go. <laughs> yeah, he was on the real go. <laughs> 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 Shannon Sharp turned into Fat Joe. Shout, shout out SMBC. <laughs> yo, Koboza, bro. Yo, it's crazy, dog. I feel like even Shannon, even Shannon, if you, if you watch it, right? He, he, he was, was shocked. He was shocked. He's but like, he was oh trying my, to keep it oh together. Oh my God, this is going to be the end of my show. What yes. the w- This is probably the worst guest. I understand that. Bro, I, I was like, yo, man. I the, need to see. If the cameras were yeah, rolling. I need to see the reaction. Because there's a reaction to it from Shannon on, um, uh, on YouTube. So I just mm. wanted to hear what he said. He reacted to the criticism. You know, you know why I'm saying this, bro? And yeah. I'm being honest. I'm a Dave Chappelle fan. Yes. Right? I'm a big Dave Chappelle fan. I've watched most of his stand-ups. Which Dave Chappelle? 50 million all, refusing Dave Chappelle? All, all. Or Dave Chappelle who came back and realized, damn, I should have taken 50 <laughs> million. All of. Even, this is all even Dave Chappelle who came back and got 50 from Netflix. I'm a fan of him, too. But Cat Williams... He, he was talking about it, did. I think he said 12. I watched a few of his specials, bro. I don't think I laughed that much. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of these ones in between, this interview is probably the best thing to have ever happened. To cut lately. In, in, in the past maybe five years. Okay. For his brand, because of how good it was. It showed how naturally funny he is. You know what I'm saying? He, it to me that counted as a stand-up. So, though. so, so. Um, Shannon, Shannon, they, they didn't even have to stay on topic. There was no topic. This guy, was bro, all over the place. bro, come on. So, so for me personally, uh, 
I fuck with Cut, right? I, I like his shit. Yeah. But my my view, it was hilarious. It was funny and everything. But he, he's in the context of the jokes and the people that the names that he dropped. To me, he just came out like, you know, like when you're in a crew, right? Yeah. Let's say there's five niggas. Yeah. And four makes it. Mm, 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 or three makes it and two don't and then one of the ones who doesn't make it feels that I'm, I'm better than them yeah. and they made it yeah. he just came off like a bitter old man like like, like, like honestly like, like the like way he was going in on cave like the soil the soil yeah you know the soil the group the, yeah. the humming group the, sun, the humming group wow. dun, 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 the dun, dun. group yeah. Oh, a cappella. <laughs> no, that was that was just that was just my English my functioning. Okay. And I didn't no, mean it as no, a disrespect. No shade. No, no, shade. no shade. Okay. I love the soil, man. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm an OG, yeah. so I know who Sun, the soil is. Sun L musician. Yes. He was He's making it bigger than them, right? Yeah. And he, he I mean he's influenced so, by them. So my question is like yeah, maybe. Because when they broke up, I believe he was in the wrong, maybe, in the media Wait, general perspective. He was part of that? I thought yeah. he is, he's a new kid influenced no, by the sound. No, come on. Come on, bro. I didn't even you know can't that. just think like that. Oh, damn. <laughs> that is some shit. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, that guy's voice is so unique. He's going to hear this and he's going to say it sounds like some hair as well. No, I'm giving him praise. I'm saying, like, his voice is trained. So like he was singing. Are you he's the Michael Jackson of the group? He was singing, yeah. He's a Bobby Brown of the group. Yes. He's a Beyonce of the yes, group. Yes, he's the he's, he's a Robin Williams of the group. Yes. He's the, who else? He's the Talib Kwari of the group. <laughs> he's the, uh, what's the, what's the, the Eclipse J- of, uh, uh, um, the Jay-Z of the what's label. A, what's the Pusha T of the group? Yes. He's the Jay-Z of the group. Of the label. He's the Drake of the group. Yep. See, I can mix all pop catches, man. He's the Dre of the group. He's the Dre of the group. He's the Bob Marley of, of the, the group. Wait, 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 wait. He's the Lebo Matosa so of the group. Also, the Tembi he, Theater. He's the, the KO group. of the group. <laughs> Eh? The, yeah, I'm saying. He's the Tumi of the group. Yeah, yeah. Eh? He's the Tupac of the group. He's the Tupac of the group. Exactly. He's the who's a nigga from uh, Tear Gas, man. The one who went on to be on TV and shit. From Tear Gas. My is E. It, no, Tear Gas is KO, right? Yeah, yeah. The yeah, other yeah. group was what? Squatter Camp. Squatter Camp. Oh, What's the Yeah, <laughs> man. He's a sleeker of the group. Yeah, exactly. Okay, all exactly. right. Exactly. Right. I was about to say the Didi of the group. Didi of the group. Nobody wants to be the Didi of wow. anything right wow. now. Didi is cancelled, man. Let's move on. Is Didi cancelled? Yeah. Just, so just, we, just like we don't that. we don't play any 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 um bad boy music. Really? No, man. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to ask. We so don't we don't play Didi music. So good because boys now. We. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> yeah, moving on. That's a do- okay. No, huh? like, but uh, how crazy? I, I don't think that band would have been successful, eh? or the Lego Rebel, or a group, or a corporation. Goodbyes. 
<laughs> you know why? Because because anybody calling themselves good men, they're bad people. TB Joshua. Yeah, he was a professed good boy. Mm, mm. And we see just how mm. bad he is. Professed. And I see that's a play on profit. <laughs> <laughs> and and profit is a play on profit. Profits. <laughs> Yo, but how crazy is that, dog? How crazy is it that we can kind of almost expect almost any or every religious leader or cult leader, community leader to have some sort of a sexual assault scandal? Not expect. I, I think now we ex- we are not surprised by it because I think not expect, but sup- not surprised by it because. What is happening is that. So, so, so you mean to tell me that you didn't suspect that TB Joshua or maybe Bushi? I was, I wasn't. I mean, like it's not on my radar. I really don't care about these false prophets. Fair enough. Like the cult, you know, I don't really follow because mm. it just um, is not in my really interest. I, I, I just, just when the when the topic comes up, I can engage because I'm aware. But it's not something that I follow. So I, I didn't even know he was dead. Yeah, I actually didn't know he was dead either. But I just think that there's no way that you can hold so much influence over people <coughs> and not take advantage of them. Because you, can, you know, people you, have, people you can just have, be ethical, man. It's 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 all boils down to a, a code of conduct and an ethics. Even before you bring but in the whole Christianity it's, thing. It's your business. You're running it. You don't have to explain nothing to no one. Yes. Let me tell but you. But you can, you can be an ethical you, man you know, and not oppress any, everyone. You know you know Malcolm X, right? Yeah. Malcolm X, bro. That nigga walked in on Elijah Muhammad having an orgy. Elijah Muhammad was his mentor at the nation. Is this, why they, the, is this why they had a problem? Yes. When you read his book, it tells you straight up this guy was having an orgy and uh, Malcolm X opened. Oh my God. But now this this person had been the, had been the standard of morality. For black Americans? Yeah. What kind is that? You, you, you understand what I mean? It's like um, no, I, I mean I I understand he's standing in the in the in the in the society the black American society. Yeah, I understand. So I'm just saying I don't know this story. Yeah, but I know that they had a falling out. I just no. didn't know about yeah. historical I, I, wise. I read that book, bro. Cover I need to, to read the book. Cover to cover. Malcolm X book, right? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. need to read it because which, by the way, was banned in South Africa. Yeah, because of the radicalization of it. Yeah. Because you, you, you have. Have you seen the man? Have you listened to audios and have you seen videos on YouTube of the man speak? Yeah, but this is nation. That's nation of Islam. No, Malcolm him, X. him speak. Yeah. I'm not talking about uh, the um, Elijah Muhammad. I'm talking mm. about Malcolm X. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, bro, the, you know that song. Be banned in South Africa. You know that song of Kanye's. No one man should have all that, that power. power. Yes, yes, yes. That was was said about Malcolm X. There was a riot outside and someone was about to get into trouble and there were some white cops observing, right? 
and Malcolm X stood there and he controls all the black people and he told them nah don't hurt that person and they put their arms down and they continue that's how much influence that guy had at the height and that's a quote no one man should have all that power that's a white cop saying that about Malcolm X yeah that's deep man yeah dog that is some deep shit yeah I'm saying so yeah but you and now Didi is holding Cassie's career. You see what I believe. Mm. That he touches on me. What's that? Power to the people. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. on my skin. Man. Yeah, no one man should have all that power. But that's the problem with people. We just like tend to idolize people. But also ah, but Didi Didi dog, like when, when you listen to some of the stories, dog, it's like Didi being fucked up, bro. It's but how did he manage to cover it up for this long? Yeah, that's that's the crazy. We, the thing. only thing, as a young person who grew up on hip hop, what you knew was that Diddy was connected to to Biggie and to, and all that uh, East West Coast that they were f- the guys were feeling for profit. Yeah. But I really didn't know he really was a gangster. All this uh, perverted things that's coming out what, what about the tender allegedly he put out for a million bucks to kill Park? because now that's all over oh, the so that's also oh, it's in the news yes yeah i'm saying <clears throat> all this time he has portrayed himself like a a changed person mm. Mm. and now all these allegations are coming out what about him being gay which is not a problem but He's not embracing it publicly. I mean, after all these years, I think he, he would have been maybe a, a leader if he was gay and to just, you know, come out. Imagine yeah. if Didi came out as gay. Yeah, wow. It would make it would make a big difference for, sure. for black gay for men. For sure. You understand? For sure. The ones that are in the so closet and all the pioneer, ones that have been persecuted. Yeah. Instead of being a pioneer, he told to shy, he chose to shy away Mm-mm. from being a leader and abuse. I'm saying, you, well, we can't say he would have been a leader because we don't know. We're not saying he's gay. <laughs> but we're saying that there's there's allegations yeah, and yeah. we're saying that the allegations of abuse. And... So it's 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 a really interesting times, man. Yeah, Damn. he lost uh, he lost ownership of his uh, of his uh, is it a vodka brand or tequila brand? Even even Revolt. Uh, yeah, yeah, Revolt. He had to step down. Yeah, you know, now and 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 that apparently comes down to how the the suit by Cassie was structured. You know, like they didn't sue him in his apparently personal they sued Revolt capacity. as well. Yeah, it wasn't in his personal capacity. Or they, rev- they sued him as a president yeah. of revolt through all his companies. Dope. Because the abuse was also corporate. Because remember, she was also signed to his label. Yeah, he uh, abuse of power. Bro, he was, that's he was what, in a position that's of power. That's exactly what I mean. He actually, was in a position of power. Actually, it's not what I mean. It's what I'm asking. Like, is it inevitable for someone in a position of power to abuse it in in such a way? Like, I mean. I'm not talking about the power of. Actually, I don't know even what level of power because yeah, but 
because the, we look the, at the music industry. The, the philosophy is absolute power corrupts. Yeah, you cannot have absolutely. all that power without misusing it. That is actually a concept. Yeah. Said is that as long as you are in power, as long as you are in power, mm. power can be abused. Yeah. It is actually a concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. very, but it's. So, so what? We shouldn't, we shouldn't strive to have power. I don't know. I don't know how to take that. You, you, you don't know. Because, because. You, you cannot say, uh, right now, sitting right here, mm. you cannot say that if I ever become absolute powerful, I'm going to abuse it. You don't know that. So, what if you are the first person to have power and you never abuse it? No, you can't say, but I mean what? So I'm, you know I'm, that as soon as you have power, you're going to abuse it. No, I'm not saying that. What are you saying? I'm just saying that I'd love to be that person. I'd to have absolute power and, and use it to the best. Yeah. Well, well. I, I'd love to be that We're still person. evolving as humans. Yeah. Do you know Marcus Aurelius? Marcus Aurelius from Gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> Is he the gladiator? I think he was a he was a Caesar or something. He was the the emperor. He was an emperor. Yeah, so Marcus. So, yeah, Caesar is an emperor, right? Yeah, because yeah. because remember Caesar replaced the word emperor with Caesar. Yes, exactly. I remember that. I remember that historically. Mm-hmm. So, so at the time the Caesar was Marcus Aurelius. Er, 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 or Arius, yeah. Marcus Aurelius. He's the, he's the one in the movie though. Yeah. The ki- the emperor who dies yeah. at the beginning of the movie? Yeah. That's him. Yeah. I mean, so you know most of the image fiction with uh history. Yeah. Ma- Marcus Aurelius it goes down in history as one of the realest leaders of all time. So right? he was a real nigga. Yeah, like, bro, this book, this is his journal. This book is called Meditations of Marcus Aurelius. This is some dope shit. That's his... Okay, that's his journal. Is, I mean, for how many years? Is so it he's so small. He's the nigga. The writing is small. <laughs> and I'm saying, for how many years was he writing this? I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure of the details, but... Like he's one homie. Yeah, he's one homie who goes down in history because he was a king, right? At the time, yeah, yeah, an emperor, and and a philosopher, right? And the the question is like, was he more of a philosopher or more of a emperor, right? Because of how much of an impact he made towards like the modern thought of leadership. And I think he's one example of a person who never abused his power as a person in a position of leadership. And I think that comes with just being honest with yourself. Mm. And like people, we struggle with being honest with ourselves, man. Like to say to yourself that (coughs) I lack in this regard and I'm going to work on it. Instead, we, we choose to inflate our egos and uh, pursue a false narrative. And mm. that false narrative eventually leads to you abusing someone because something tells you that you have a right. Yes. And, like, really, I don't know. I've never known any situation in history where one person had, has had a right over another person. That's true. That's yeah. true. And that's the beginning of abuse. I think I think it's the you know the 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 ego is one of the craziest things f- of human 
emotions. Yeah. Like a lot of hate and abuse is always at the beginning of the ego. Yeah. You know, like if you just take a minute to put yourself in somebody's feet for a minute, mm. you see, you know, people talk about that guy has a temper, you know, he has a blinding rage. Yeah. He doesn't think. Everybody yeah. fucking thinks, man. Yeah. Yeah, 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 But you know, you just, your ego is so big. It says, uh, because you you, re, you reacted in that way a, f- a few times and people cast you like, yeah, man. Yeah. Now, now you're the b- blinding rage guy. If you yeah. don't react like that, then you're not that guy. Yeah. So. Fucks up your brain. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Imagine mm-hmm. that. That's a good way of putting it. Mm-hmm. Now you're, that's your brand now. Yeah, so every, yeah. every, inconvenience you have to blindly react and yeah. show violent uh, rage so that otherwise you you're not being you yeah what's wrong with you but you don't take time to reflect yeah. like you said at the yeah. beginning to, uh, of the co- of the of the of the conversation to say you don't take time to self-reflect yeah i think ego ego man ego really gets us into a lot of trouble because yeah. you don't even think like let, let, let me tell you, like, how there's crazy I think this. You know, there's always an alternative that's more peaceful, right? Yes. Yeah. That that benefits more than just you. Yes. Yeah. So, oh, I think that's what that's how you must think all the time. Mm. Every situation, mm. there's a polar opposite. Yeah. And uh, there's always a better way to react. Yeah. Like, you don't have to be violent. You don't have to be... Yeah, I mean, violence is the extreme, but in between, from peaceful to violence, you know, you don't have to go through all that. Yeah. Before under peace is even something even better. Yeah. How you can react? Yeah. So like, uh, Jeffrey Epstein is another good example. I mean, not to be like him. Not to be like Epstein. You don't yeah, want to have an that's, island. That's a bad example, but a good, <laughs> a good, he's a good example of the abuse of power and influence. Absolute power corrupts. So, at this point, I'm not 100% sure if the files came out completely, Those right? Those files will never come out. But I watched a few videos that give uh, an average idea of the gen- you know, a general direction of what was what was happening there. Yeah. And, <coughs> bro, this guy had influence over young girls. Okay, but... That's where it started. But, you know, what's, what's with the perverted fascination with underage girls? The bro. perfect... The pedophilia. What? Why? Look, porn... Porn is cool. It's alright. Whatever. Right? But the moment I, I look and see someone who is underage, bro, it, it to me, it discourages me. You because you, there's something inside of you telling you it's, this is it's wrong. Like, Yo, man, like, what the fuck? This is wrong. Yeah, you know, it's, it's right up there next to being straight. And seeing a gay scene while you're scrolling, like, oh my god, what the fuck? You see, 
you see an underage person, oh my god, what the fuck? But but the the what the fuck is even deeper for an underage person because what the fuck? Like the, it's it's not acceptable. It's, I feel like, I feel it's like, an like like the gay scene is a shock, right? You know that's it's whatever, it's yeah, acceptable. Yeah. But the, the the underage scene is more shocking, bro. Because it's not the it's not even it's supposed even to scene, it's not supposed to be happening. There shouldn't be a scene. It shouldn't it shouldn't exist. Yeah. So. I understand. I understand, man. They, 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 they. I mean, as a father but of teenage girls. What, what I was saying about I'm Jeffrey, right, and his power and abuse thereof. He, he was taking these young girls, dog, and he was inviting them to wherever he was. The island. I think he the was. The one that I was joking about earlier. It, that you it, don't it, want it, an island. In his words, he was refining. And polishing them for what to send them out so he was ripping them first yes he was breaking them in what a fucking sick person and then running a service for people who so have have a taste for this thing you, so you, you, you understand what i mean so you he was just a, a pimp so anybody whose name comes up there he's to is, go to the island is somebody who is a customer to this type of perverted uh, uh, fantasy the enterprise that this that guy he was, was running. running. That's the long and short of it. So the long and short of it is that Jeffrey Epstein was running uh, an underage prostitution ring, yes. and everybody who's been to the island was a customer Bro. and is a pedophile. And underage prostitution comes with human trafficking of course yes and in south africa what is our biggest problem human trafficking. kids missing yeah you can see bloomfontein just started going crazy it's in, going in the off the period. charts what the fuck bro kids missing bro i feel like as much as you and me and when i say you and me i'm not saying maybe literally i just mean um society waiting for someone to save us just like maybe in that situation someone is waiting for someone to figure it out and there's no conflict all of a sudden one day but i love the example of 12 year old hunter prescott you know for anybody who doesn't know you know this is an opportunity for you to know you can also just google it for yourself but Hunter Prescott was a 12-year-old kid mm. once upon a time who got yeah. some homework one day. And uh, his homework took him so far to the White House even, to Bill Clinton, who was president of the United States at the time, to exonerate an innocent man for a crime that he didn't deserve a charge for a crime that he didn't deserve you know which is captain charles mcveigh and um i'm just sitting here thinking you know if if young people black white indian jewish muslim whatever can just maybe jump onto the internet and 
be diligent or go to some libraries and be diligent like a young hunter prescott mm. and learn like a little bit of history and let's understand maybe why this conflict is happening yes right yes instead of just following the hype because following the hype confuses the reason i think i think in this day and age where uh, history is at, uh, fin- at your fingertips of of google mm. shout out to google yeah i think it's better to go research mm. and understand mm. because most of these conflicts nowadays they're historical yeah yeah so you'll be able to, to understand how did it start where where is it start and these young and people these young people are smart they'll be able to discern where where the conflict it? and who started it yeah because yes. that's that's the most important thing because history if if you research deep enough will always show you who to blame yes and that's why in the end um in all fairness Captain Charles McVeigh was exonerated. Yes, that was after he committed suicide. Yes. For being charged with the crime yes. of being a, a survivor for a ship that crashed and all his colleagues got eaten up by sharks. Uh, he was charged with uh, not following orders. Zigzagging. Court martialed for not following orders. Yeah, yeah. The order was zigzagging. Zigzagging. But only if it was announced it was you were told that there's enemy submarines in the area exactly he was not told that exactly and then he was also refused uh a support escort yeah because he was in the enemy territory and when you're in the enemy territory he didn't have the latest tech yeah that so he wanted one sh- to be escorted with one ship with that technology yeah so they refused him that but how crazy also is it that he was on a top secret mission that he didn't even know what he was doing? Why he yeah, was that's a spy world. That's why I watch a lot of and, Netflix. And he survived that and still went to jail. So, so, so in the end, he was exonerated because one person in the whole world had the diligence to get to the bottom of this fucking thing. And I feel like even this thing between. I don't know, should we say Palestinians or Gazaeans or Muslims or Hamas and Israel, IDF, whatever, whoever. You know, whether you condemn or you don't condemn, shout out to Pierce Morgan. You know, it's like, why don't we find out for ourselves, like, what what, what really started all of the this? The conflict. And I'll say that to say this, and this will be the, the mic drop. <laughs> on my side on this situation is firstly fuck colonialism fuck colonialism because if it wasn't for the british and the french neither israel or palestine would be in the situation that they're in today Mm. and that's that's where this the issue starts for me and colonialism is to blame and praise because if we're being fair but more to blame for a lot of things across the world and yeah. this conflict once again is one such thing if you go back all the way into history yeah. and find and out where where does yeah. where is it conflict and, coming and, from and if we want to do something we should be holding france and the uk accountable mm-hmm. because these are territories giving 
territory to other territories in territories that they don't even own, which we've seen across the globe. And that's that for the culture. First episode of the new year. Kelvin, thank you so much. Register to vote. Register to vote. <laughs> Can I tell you an interesting piece what, of information what, before what? we go? Before we go, I, I got this information recently and randomly. But for the first time in 2024, yes. for the first time yes. in the history of the world, yes. 50% of the world's population is going to the polls in their countries. Like, of if the con- if the world is 8 billion, yeah. 4 billion people That's very interesting. are voting. And the world has never had a year like this. Maybe it's going gonna, it's gonna to bring down a change. This is a... On top of that, it's a leap year. So we have one Yeah, we got one extra day this year. <laughs> yeah. To vote... <laughs> or hustle. <laughs> Peace out. Yo, thank you so much, President. We appreciate President Master. Master President. Master P. <laughs> yeah, appreciate you. Thank you so nah, much. I think Master P Looking is Looking forward down. to I'm hearing more, more of you. And in this new year. You. Yeah, in this new year, man. Yeah, I know we have maybe something dropping sometime this yeah. year. Pay, pay attention. Pay attention. It's the culture. Out. <laughs>